welcome to The Favorites. I am Chad Millman of the Action Network. It's Monday. This is the Parlay Show. I am joined, as always, by my Action Network brothers. Paula Duca, 10 years in the major leagues. Many of those with the Los Angeles Dodgers in the World Series starting this week. Four times as an all-star catcher. Also, Jeff Schwartz, eight years in the NFL as a terrific offensive lineman, despite all the injuries. Oh, boys. Oh, boys. <laughs> wow. <sighs> yeah. It was one of those weekends, I'm Chad. going across the street uh, after the podcast, and I'm going to go work on my field goal kicking. <laughs> you could probably make it in the NFL as a field goal kicker right now. It has gotten to the point, and just a reminder, in theory – we are going to give everybody the heads up on what they should be betting on this weekend. It's up to them if they want to trail us or tail us because <laughs> like, we had a rough weekend. We went one and eight. And I can't blame it all on field goal kickers. But certainly when Justin Tucker lined up for that extra point and we had Baltimore minus two and a half – I was conflicted. I bet on Baltimore, but then in the pod with Blackjack that we do on Fridays, he insisted we take New Orleans, and I like was in a hurry and said, okay, fine. Um, so I was okay with how it ended up, kind of. I lost money, but I won, the, won, won it in the Super Contest. I thought to myself, he's going to miss this extra point. Well, it's your fault. You did not say that. Oh, I, so I, now we know how to blame. Okay, I'm putting this on Twitter. You're now getting blamed for this. I just, two, I don't he know was why. 222 out of 222 on PATs, and he never missed one in college as well. So it's your it's your fault. You thought the worst. I was hoping for the best because I had probably one of the worst weekends I've ever had gambling. I was looking forward to the Ravens winning this game in overtime. But do, clearly do you, you know weren't. The, the thing is, um, here's why I felt this. The Action Network app, we get alerts, scoring alerts on games that you've bet on. And for some reason, sometimes I will get the alert before the play, like maybe 10 seconds before the play. I don't know, like it's, you know, the way our, our API works, like the way our, our app works, like we're pulling in the data and it's faster than what you're seeing on television. And it just took like one minute for me. I hadn't gotten the alert that he made the extra point yet. And so I was like, where's the extra point? And... I didn't, I didn't get it, and I'm like, he's going to miss this. It's crazy, right? I mean, gambling for so long, you always have your phone on you, right? You're always looking for the scores. Since they've changed the extra point, you never looked at it. You have to look at it now. You have to look at it. It's, 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 it's not a given anymore. I mean, of the nine games that we had, we had two missed extra points in at least five missed field goals. I mean, Schwartzy had the over in the Chiefs game. I mean... And Andy Dalton and A.J. Green even decided to play. That game goes over. So you, you have games that just... That well, how about the Bay, how, how about your favorite college play of the week? The Bearcats missed, what, three field goals? And Temple had crossed the midfield twice. And then the last drive, they just drive down the field and score. And then overtime, they just drive the field and score in two plays. That and they win the game. <laughs> that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And you know what? I was telling Chad before. The kid made a field goal to ice the game with like eight minutes left or somewhere in there. And they said they didn't blow the whistle or the TV timeout wasn't ready yet. They were ready 
and the play went on. So the kid made the field goal. They go, no, 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 no. We didn't blow it in. Then he missed it, and it would have salted the game with like six to eight minutes. So he actually made one. They took it off the board, and he missed it. So like I was sitting in here in my in my room watching the game, and like I was just in shock. The, the, the text that I sent you guys was like I was I sat here and couldn't believe they lost a the game. You sent a gift that just said tilt that I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did. It set me. I recovered a little bit late. Uh, I mean, the doink from the Redskins was like my only savior. Like I yes. needed, I, I had so many missed extra points and so many missed field goals. I had Baltimore, obviously. Um, and, and that for that to be the, I guess, to get some of my money back with the doink on a snap infraction. I, I mean, these guys are making up calls now. So, so my guess on what on what happened there, I'm, I was very surprised as well to see that snap infraction. Um, is they were warned before the game that the Cowboys' long snapper moves the ball like that, and it wasn't egregious enough, in my opinion, to to warrant a penalty. But it is a penalty. You're not allowed to pick the ball up and move it. And he wasn't doing it in a manner where he was trying to snap the ball; he just was kind of setting his his hands, and he didn't even have a second hand on the ball. And so they they must have been warned before the game, hey, the, the Cowboys long snapper does this, and then the Redskins jumping off sides in that situation kind of forced the hand of the referee. If the Redskins don't jump off sides, if they just stay on sides and he moves the ball, I don't think this ever gets called. So I'm not sure that, that the Redskins even knew what they were doing by jumping off sides, um, but that helped them, obviously. And then, you know, look, 52 yards in the NFL now is not that big of a kick. But this game is 100% Jason Garrett for being for being passive again. You know, 15 seconds left, ball like the 45. You have a timeout left. You only get two plays off, and one of them is a run. Um, you deserve to lose that game. Although the Redskins deserve to lose it too, because the they were they bad. There's the clock at the end of the game. Like Alex they, has to slide. They it, it, they got the ball back with like 145, and Dallas got the ball back with 118. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because Alex and, and Alex Smith ran out of bounds. He's ran like a, out of bounds, a seventeen year veteran. Slide, get down, force the Cowboys to use their last time out, and you win that game easily. Listen. It was just um, a weird, weird weekend. I do want to ask Paul a serious question. Like the Los Angeles Dodgers are in the World Series for the second year in a row. Yeah. It starts uh Wednesday night in Boston. Um what's your take right now? What are you thinking about this series? Well, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I think a lot of people are already just giving it to Boston. Um, I, the Dodgers did something that are, is was tough to do to beat Milwaukee because Milwaukee threw something at them that was really funky that, you know, with all these relievers and half starters. And so now this is going to be a regular series. And now Dave Roberts is going to be able to throw out his regular lineup and not have to pinch hit guys in the third and fourth inning. It's going to be a whole different ball game. So, um, I do think now the two best hitting teams, two best at bat teams, as as as, as in they're going to work the pitchers. So it's going to be the bullpens, and both these bullpens are not good. So I I think the Red Sox will win the game because they're win the series because they're relentless. But I do think the Dodgers are going to hang in there. And the reason why is they got three to four starters that are lefties, and the one Achilles heel that the Red Sox do have is they struggle a tiny bit against left-handed pitching. But again. Alex Cora, I, I said it, it a long time ago. He's one of my good friends, smartest guy I ever played with. And it's crazy. I got to play with him and Cora. And at some times in our career, Cora, uh, Roberts batted first, 
And Cora batted second, and I batted third for the Dodgers. So it's pretty cool for me to watch these two guys go at it. But I, I think the Red awesome. Sox are going to win in like six or seven, yeah. You did actually say, I remember when the baseball season started, you said Alex Cora <laughs> um, uh, is, a great, is going to be a great manager for this team. Well, he, I just that. knew, yeah, I just knew he was, first of all, <clears throat> bilingual uh, is huge. Um, you know, when you have guys with so many different languages, one guy's from Venezuela, one guy's um, from Puerto Rico, it's a Dominican to that, and they all speak different types of Spanish, and he can be able to translate that and move that. Um, his brother went to Vanderbilt. Um, he went to Miami. He was schooled here, and he wasn't a very talented guy, but if it was hit at him, you were out. He did the little things right and carved out a, you know, 13, 14 year career when you can do that and come from a baseball family. And, and I just knew it. I just knew he was going to be able to handle it. And here's the best part. His bench coach is Ron Renneke. Ron Renneke was him and I's coach for the 1997 San Antonio AA missions who won the Texas league. So it's pretty cool for me. That is so cool. I love yeah. that. It's pretty awesome. I got the ring. Yeah, I got the Texas. That's my only ring I got. Texas League Double A. <laughs> well, you also have your number retired at Arizona State. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. You get these All Star rings when you go to the All Star game, but they're like, you can get them at Seven <laughs> Eleven. They're the 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 Jostens class ring, three hundred dollar class ring. Oh, they're less than that, Schwartzy. I swear. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a bull ring. It's like they pull out the sharpie and like... they go, oh, "Okay, you got you got invited." Okay, here, let me put your name in the ring. I'm not even sure where my bull rings are at. No idea. <laughs> I gave them to my father. My father probably sports them all at the Orlando Sentinel Kennel Club, betting the horse dogs. Oh, <laughs> 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 that's too good. Um, all right, let's get to this thing. All right, let's make our picks. I don't have any rings, <laughs> I don't either. Well, you just said you had bowl rings. Yeah, but we, we get them if we win or lose. Like, I lost the Vegas Bowl 38-8, to eight, and I get a ring for that. So, it's not very impressive. I got nothing. Well, I, don't have, I physically don't even have them anyway, so I, that's like I have nothing. At least you have a dog you can cry to. I didn't even have a dog to cry to yesterday. Sad. So sad. Um, Jeff... Let's, off. Paul made a really good point. Are you better off at this point in the process, considering <laughs> we went one and eight this week, which might be harder to do than going like five and four, four and five. Should you just like bet against everything we do? And that might be how you win $20,000. Uh, at this point, it's yeah, maybe <laughs> because... Oh, man. Yeah, it's a new week. It's, Chad, it's a new week. Renewed energy, renewed spirit. We're going to get it right this week. I have a feeling. Optimism wins the day. Fortune favors the bold. All right. Now, I gotta, we got to get us back off on the right start. All right. Give me this. Off the schneid. Give me the Lions as three-point favorites at home against the Seahawks. The Lions team is for real. Their pass defense is one of the best in the NFL right now. 
offensively, they can run the football again. They've never been able to run the football. Like for the last five years, they have not been able to run the football. Now, Carryon Johnson had 150 yards this weekend. He's had over 100 yards now in a couple games in a row. Uh, they're healthy. They're playing at a high level. And Matt Patricia has worked wonders on that defense. So like I said, I believe they're, they're top pass defense in the NFL right now. Continued again this weekend. You have Seattle, who... Basically, it's Russell Wilson. If Russell Wilson plays well, they have a chance to win. If not, they're going to lose. They don't have a lot of weapons around them. Their defense is not what it used to be. Their run game is not what it used to be. Uh, I just think people are still undervaluing the Lions, and I don't get it. I love this idea. I'll take you one better. Detroit is now minus two and a half in some places. Oh, where's that at? So what that means is, I think it's... I think it's at the Westgate. That's what I'm synced up well, to Well, right that's now. what matters. So two and a, give me two and a half, even better. So, give it to me right um, now. I would tell you, A, that means that the wise guys came in on the Seahawks early. But they B, did. I, I don't disagree with you, and I don't know why they came in on Seattle. Like, this is – Detroit's playing great. Off a like, bye, maybe. I, it sounds off a oh, bye. Could be, could be. But they're not very like, teams off a of bye that are good, like the like Andy Reid, who's lost twice in his career off a of bye, like Sean Payne now, who is I think thirteen and one or thirteen two off a of bye. Great coaches and great with great personnel and great quarterbacks use the bye to their advantage. Obviously, what's Seattle going to do? They don't have the horses to come up with like a brand new game plan and use all these guys in creative manners. They have Russell Wilson. If he's playing well, the team plays well. If not, they're on. They don't have the wide receivers to separate from these Lions defensive backs. So I think the Lions. The Lions, I don't know, and Matt Stafford, by the way, really good in the fourth quarter. So if, even if they're down by a little bit, I think they can come back and, and, and win this game late. I like it. Uh, I like the Lions. <clears throat> I think they're improving. And I'm with you. If you play off the bye week, even in college, you, you would have got buried this week. I think sometimes guys get a little bit lazy or you, you come out you come out a little bit lackadaisical. So I, I'm not buying the bye week thing anymore. And I like the way they played. I watched the – the whole Miami game, Brock Osweiler's been playing well. And I thought in Detroit, I mean, they got a ton of pressure on him. He he made most of his plays out of the pocket. So um, I don't mind this pick at all, especially two and a half. Yeah. Boom shakalaka. Book it. Print it. Done. We're on the way to 20K, boys. Let's do it. Is that from NBA Jam? Boom shakalaka? I think it is. I think it is. Are you ready for my pick? So ready. So bold. The Denver Broncos plus 10 against the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so what did everybody see last night? Another tour de force. Pat Mahomes. What did we see last night? We saw the true colors of the Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Dalton, A.J. Green just straight quit in the fourth quarter. Straight quit. A.J. Green could have got a first down, straight quit. Now, I started looking at Denver a little bit. You know, their defense held the Rams at 23 points, starting to play a little bit better. I understand the Cardinals might be the worst team in football, but Von Miller was destroying people. And I have a feeling they match up with KC for some reason very well. And they had them beat earlier in the season, 13-3, to uh, to three before Mahomes beat him um, in the fourth quarter, um, 27-23. to 23. But if you look at Denver, they – They've been in every single game, and most of them are close. You know, the Baltimore game was was close to late, and like I said, their defense is starting around, and I'm getting 10 points at home. Um, it's not in prime time. KC's due to have a little bit uh, of a clunker, and I just think that 
that Denver matches up well with them, and they're starting to gel a little bit, and they get an extra couple days since that you know Denver played on Thursday night. Kansas City is seven and zero against the spread so far this year. No, they're not. Oh, Denver's the team that covered against them, right? I thought, the, yeah. I, I, thought I saw that they're seven and zero. Maybe that was a wrong Anybody stat yesterday. Anybody that is wrong. They're doing that against the closing line. They're not doing it against the opening line because, as you guys might recall, I middled that game. You did the Broncos. So, 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 what is the more accurate line to use in that in that situation? The opening line or the closing line? The closing line is what everyone sort of the novices, what the uninformed would use. But to just blatantly flat out say they're undefeated against the spread uh, is misunderstanding the nuance and the fluidity of the point spread. Interesting, because you could all because also depends on where you got that New England Chiefs number too. Because if you got it three versus three and a half or four, obviously that changes exactly. the, from a push to a win. Well, they they play well against the spread. I'll put it like that. Uh, the over unders, by the way, have not been as 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 kind. Of, everyone keeps betting the overs in Chiefs games and Andy Reid last night. Really, I, I texted my brother last night. By the way, after the game, plays for the Chiefs, and I said, I said, um, here, what I say? I said, I said something like, uh, like Big Red cost me the over in that game. But I guess you played well, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Something like that. Like, <laughs> had the over and big red not kicking a field goal at the end of the game was brutal. But otherwise, great job tonight. He said, ha ha, thanks. Um, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, brutal. But 11 points. It's at 11 now, I see in some places, too. It's a lot of points in NFL game. It's points. a lot of points. I love this pick. It's a lot of points. I think, I, I think you got to roll. I think you're right, Paul. Um, Chiefs win this game, but they've shown a little bit of shakiness every now and then. And plus, I think their defense is too inconsistent, in my opinion. To, you don't, to you really, don't think Von really, Miller can be the one guy that can? can he's no, the one my, guy. My brother shuts him down. That's not. That's I like, understand, that's but don't think they, maybe they spy him more. I don't know. I no. I think Von, no. Von Miller. My brother has played Von Miller like the last five times, and he's not allowed a sack. I, I mean, look, he couldn't. He can give up a sack. I'm not saying he won't, but. Um, my brother does a good job against Von Miller, but I just think the Chiefs' defense is too up and down, in my opinion. Now they played better recently. Uh, they still don't have Eric Berry, so I think 11 points is just a, it's a lot of points in an NFL game. A lot, a lot of points against a team they've already played. Uh, yeah, I think we are. I think we've found some agreement here. I think we have. Do we have a ching? Did we? Are we? Are we moving on? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> Is it my turn? <laughs> All right, there we go. Boys, we're gonna get back to our parlay in one second, but first we're gonna tell our listeners about. Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. Non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Fellas, We've talked about how rich you guys are because you play professional sports. This could be the app for you. There is no commission fees. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees at all. Trade stocks and keep all of your profits. You will learn 
by doing with this app. You will learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You'll discover new stocks and track favorite companies with a personalized news feed. You get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at favorites.robinhood.com. That's favorites.robinhood.com. Let's get back to the parlay, boys. The Los Angeles Rams um, yep. are nine-point favorites against the Green Bay Packers. This is the largest spread in Aaron Rodgers' career. They opened at 10. It's now nine. The early money has come in on Green Bay. The Millman money is coming in on Green Bay. Don't bring nine points into my house when Aaron Rodgers has the ball. I don't care if he's playing on one leg. I don't care if his defense can't stop anybody. I don't care if you can't name a running back who's played for Green Bay for the last decade, since before Dorsey Levins. Wow. James Starks. Nice job, Paulie. Give me Aaron Rodgers plus nine points. You can get it as high as 10 some places, and it's on the app right now at nine and a half. We just Um, put out the two picks against the two best teams in the NFL. I don't care. By the way. You're giving Aaron Rodgers nine and a half points? Are you kidding me? I, 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 the Rams defense, by the way, has, has played the Niners. You know, they played them poorly, but they allowed, well, they allowed 30, how many points to the Broncos? The Broncos end up uh, covering that game. They allowed 30 points to the Vikings as well. The Rams defense is, is kind of, is the suspect point of their team. Um, they're going to have a game where they, they play close and Green Bay is nine, nine and a half points for Aaron Rodgers. That's ridiculous. So I'm with you here. A hundred percent agreement. That was going to be my, my very next play. So, um, I'm I'm with you here. Cha-ching it again. Do you want to deny us? No, I, I like it. Listen, off a bye week, too. I know he's off. He's one leg, but maybe that now it's one and a half legs. There's a couple games here that are just oh my god. They are like the ripest, heaviest fruits. I've, I feel they're like you, you're going to go somewhere else down, later, and I'm going to let the, you take it. I'm not going to take the pick I think you're going with. Branches. They are weighing down the branches of our point spreads. Jeff, you're up. Oh, man, I, the NFL slate this week is interesting. Um, oh, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? Um, this is, I was going to take the Packers next. I have a college game. I don't want to get to it quite yet. Um I'm going to save you the game I think you're going to take, Chad. So I give me the Browns plus eight and a half at Pittsburgh right now. It might be is it eight or eight, eight or eight and a half. The Browns keep playing close games. Uh, I think most of their games this year have been decided by four or less points. I don't know why they're getting, they're getting eight and a half points here. They already played the Steelers well this year. Um, the Steelers, in my opinion, are too up and down to give anyone eight and a half points. We know that the Browns' defense is really good, uh, and they can't win games because of kickers. So eight and a half points has nothing to do with kickers. Like, this line to me, some of these lines this week are, are way too high, in my opinion, and people are going to hammer the Steelers probably eight and a half. This is the Le'Veon Bell one, no? 
Le'Veon Bell, to my opinion, in my in my mind, has he shown up yet? I have not seen a tweet saying he's even in the building yet. Yeah, I have. I haven't seen it either. So he's not even playing in this game. This is a, this is a rivalry game. The Browns, like I said, have, have this year have just played in all close games because they have a quarterback uh, who can just sling at the end of games. And also because their defense is good. They, they come up with plays when they have to come up with plays. Even yesterday, the defense comes up with plays and their kicker just can't do anything. They lose all these close games. Um, but we're not picking winners and losers here. We're picking whether they stay close or not. They've played, they've played a tie, lost by three. One by four, lost by three, one by three. They got blown up by the Chargers and lost by three of the Bucks. So the trend is they keep games close. You give me eight and a half points here. Um, I'll take the Browns here. Chad? I looked at that, uh, and that's exactly why I was thinking of that game. I think that every single time Baker Mayfield seems out of it, he finds a way to get back in it. And it hasn't been against just bad teams. Um, it's been against uh, the only time it's really sort of hasn't happened is against the Chargers. And that felt to me like situational, like the Chargers were going to come in and just annihilate the Browns. The Browns had too much credit. You love the Chargers in that game. You loved you like went, You loved like them. went against your principles and everything. Yes, you loved it. The, the Chargers, like, are, Chargers are good, though. They are. But I also didn't love the Chargers this weekend. I just felt like that was a spot. Um I agree with you. So I think one thing is, look, the I think we're coming off a bye, right? The Steelers didn't play this weekend. And Correct. so um, I think that I, I think that's why the line is a little bit inflated. But Baker plays, man. Baker makes plays. Baker comes to play. Baker doesn't like to lose. No, Baker he doesn't. It. <clears throat> He's got that thing. He's got that thing. I mean, he keeps him close. He does. Schwartz, that right. thing, that thing, that thing. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. Who sings that? Is that, is that Alicia Keys? Uh, Lauren Hill. Miss Lauren Hill. Miss, there you go. Miss Lauren Hill. Do not disrespect. You ready Paul? for my pick? I, 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 this is going to be the college pick. I know it right here. No, it's lay, not. Lay I'm going to go back to the pros. My college okay. pick is last. Okay. New Orleans Saints at the Minnesota Vikings. Under and over is 52. You are not taking the Saints. You this are, is under. You, I'm taking the oh, under. I say, you better take the Vikings. At the time of this podcast, yeah. 97% of the public is on the over. This line opened at 53. This is a ridiculous line, okay? This is New Orleans defense played a lot better against Baltimore. Minnesota's offense is not that big of a juggernaut. They got one wide receiver they need to cover. Uh, um, they put up a ton of points yesterday against a, a, a bad Jet team, did, did the Vikings. 52 points in a game that seems like it's going to be a, a pretty tough knocking game. Um, uh, both defenses pretty solid. I, I understand Drew Brees can control the clock, but I just don't see 52 points between these two teams. Five and one and four and two, and I think this is a big game. And like when, like I said, when I look at the numbers, everybody's just pounding the over, and the line's gone down a point. Went from fifty three to fifty two. I I don't disagree, but it's 
the way I've been looking at unders in NFL this season is you, you take unders with bad offensive lines, and the, and, the, and the Vikings do have a bad offensive line. And the Saints' defense does this every year where they get better as the season goes on. We saw them play better this weekend, obviously, um, against the Ravens. And, you know, they only allowed 23 points, and one of those was, was a late touchdown. Um, I like the Vikings overall in this game. It's a pick em right now, but the under seems like a solid play. Me too. Me too. I like the Vikings. I like the under. In fact, in fact, boys, let's double down. Yeah, this, I like this. Wow. Let's do it. Let's go, Minnesota. Vikings in the under. Do you realize we're playing against the Rams? What's their record, Schwartzy? Uh, seven zero. What's the Casey's Rams, record? The Chiefs and the Saints. Six and one. Six and one. We are a contrarian operation around here. This is this is Action Network. If yeah. anybody tweets out, these are square picks. You don't get to one and eight. You oh, don't sh- get to one and is, eight. We're gonna, we're gonna get square pick tweets. Don't worry, buddy. By, it's a, it's, by going with the crowd, man. You only get to one and eight by making crazy picks. You don't get to twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I, I like this pick By because doing what the crowd is doing. I like this pick. I'll tell you why. Because Cousins is vastly underrated. He's having a fantastic season and no one is paying attention to it. He's playing really well. Now, the Vikings, though, have played uh, three backup quarterbacks so far this year. So that does sort of like they played Josh Allen, who's technically a backup. Um, they played, obviously, uh, they played another team as a backup. Like they played like eh, so so quarterbacks, but. Um, I think the Vikings are really good. I think Cousins is very undervalued. He's having a great season. He's been worth every single cent. Paulie? It's situational, man. The Saints have won five in a row. They are yeah. they are they are never gonna be more overvalued. Like, overvalued than they are right now. Yeah. No, I'm with you. So if so if if they were, were at home if they were at were, home they'd be what, a three point favorite or a six point favorite? Three, right? Three, yeah. Well, it depends on. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. They'd be three, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. a pick them, right? Yeah, okay. They'd be three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I just that's the Vikings. They're yeah, they're good. No, no, no. They'd be six. They'd six, be six, right? It's six. six. I thought six. That's way too many. Come on. Neutral and neutral field. It would They'd be, be three. three. Yeah, that's not it's too many points. Too many points. I'm with you here. All right. We're tucking a parlay inside of our parlay. We should get extra credit if this, if this, if the under and the Vikings win. Feel like we should get extra credit. The bookmakers should just give us like five percent more on our money. Well, let's—they've taken a lot of our money, so it would be nice if to get <laughs> get some of it back. Um, it's like a cash back, cash back bonus. <laughs> so, are you guys ready for my my last play? I'm up, right? We're up. Okay. So, college football. Here we go. UCLA plus ten at home against Utah. I feel like I have a good pulse in the Pac-12 conference. I said a couple weeks ago, I really liked UCLA plus 21 at home against Washington. You have a UCLA team who's playing far better right now. Their quarterback got hurt, so they got to put in Wilton Spate 
on Saturday, who was originally going to be their quarterback. He's the guy that Chip Kelly wanted to bring into that offense. That's the reason why he transferred over there. Um, and you have 70% of money right now on Utah, minus 10. Utah, obviously, they're playing well right now, right? They, they just hammered USC, who's very poorly coached. They beat Stanford team is not very good. They go on the road now to UCLA. This game, again, is going to be the same problem that Washington had. There's going to be 40,000 people in a 95,000-seat stadium. Uh, there's going to be no energy in that place. They're, they think they're going to trounce UCLA, who's now who's now 2-5. and five. Uh, UCLA is starting to get things going now. They're very physical in defense. Uh, Utah's offense, to me, has they've gotten a lot better. They started running the football again. But this is a, a prime spot, I think, to fade a hot team that, that the public really loves uh, on the road. I actually like this play a lot. And I think um, people are going to look at last week and say, oh, UCLA squeaked by Arizona uh, by a point without Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack for Arizona has been playing the whole year hurt. It's an awful year. He's not been very good. And and the kid that came in, he is a a polished kid that actually played very well for U of A and and kept them in that game. So – um, the thing that worries me is Utah's got a very good defense. That would be my only worry. In the They're game. very good. They're very good. UCLA, by the way, is yeah. 18 and 19 in the red zone so far this season. No, Utah has a great defense. Uh, but I just. But I like this play. Too. I just have a, like, ten, just, 10 and a half, Jeff? It's at 10 right now. Just playing on the defense. Like, just playing on the Rose. Look, I grew up. I went to. I've been to. What I've been to uh, fifty games in my life at the Rose Bowl before. I've watched a lot of UCLA football. Um, this feels it's a night game too. It's Pato after dark. It's on Friday night. It's just like a. It's Utah's. Just they're going to come out slow, slow in this game. I have a feeling. I like it. I like this for a couple of reasons. Number one, I will do anything Jeff says about the Pac-12. Number two, um, I just got an alert about five minutes ago that our own Blackjack Fletcher. Bet UCLA plus 10. Uh, and I guess my question is, why is Chip Kelly only playing Wilton Spate if the quarterback he had got hurt, but he brought him in to play Wilton Spate? Like, so why didn't he just play the guy? Well, no, Wilton Spate got hurt in their first game. They brought in Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who's been playing. He's a true freshman. He's had his ups and downs. He's played better. They played well against against Cal. But then he got hurt, and he got to go, he got, he got to go back to Will and Spate. Will and Spate's a fifth-year senior, so once he got hurt, it's kind of like, well, might as well play the true freshman now. Uh, but now that he got, you know, now that he's injured, they allows him to play Will and Spate, who he wanted to play, right? I mean, that's he transferred in to play, obviously, in this offense. And you can, you know, Chip can use a pocket passer. I think people assume that because... Um, you know, he, he had, you know, he's had these athletic quarterbacks. He can't have pocket passer. He can. Will was, by the way, 17 of 27 for 204. Uh, good night for him. Two, two touchdowns, good, uh, good, uh, good passer rating. Okay. And they run the football, by the way. Kelly had 136 yards rushing. They, they've been able to really run the football the last couple of weeks. They're, they're getting better. They're, they're slowly getting there. They're getting there. All right. Paulie. All right, I'm going back to the Pac-12. Oh boy, it's gonna be a good one for Schwartzy. Stanford Cardinal minus three and a half over the Washington State Cougs. But now, when I look at this game, <clears throat> you know, Washington State came out and they punched Oregon in the mouth, twenty-seven to nothing. They did the same thing with USC. They, they always really do have good first halves, but it seems to me like Washington. I get it; they've played well this year. 
they seem like they just play to hang on. And then Oregon started coming back on them and coming back on them. And the other part of this is that there are two games that they have played away from home. They've given up 39 points to USC and 37 points to Oregon State. They're just a way better team at home. Stanford's been banged up all year. Bryce Love is sort of healthy. He gets an extra four days. They beat a better USC, um, Arizona, I mean, a decent Arizona State team. They've played Utah. They've had to play Notre Dame. So when you look at their offensive skews, I mean, they've played some pretty good defenses. And I think that David Shaw, KG, KJ Costello, they've been playing well. And David Shaw said after the game that his team is finally starting to gel. Um, and I think Washington State's going to get their, get it handed to him finally at Stanford. And I think this is a giant game, too, for the Cardinal. Well, we've seen in the Pac-12 conference this year, every time you think you're good, you lose. <laughs> so that might be something to, to watch out, especially in this conference. I'll tell you a couple of things that, that um, worry me about Washington State, and then I'll, I'll talk about what worries me about Stanford. Washington State, and you mentioned the second half this year. They, were, they, were, they scored 21 points in the first half against Utah at home, then scored only uh, one touchdown in the second half of that game. Against Oregon, they're up 27 nothing. They let Oregon come all the way back to 27-20. to And then, actually, their wide receiver, if, if you recall, made a great play. He stole a ball from the from the defensive back. The defensive back had the ball for an interception. He stole away from them, and that eventually led them down to score to make it 34-20, which was the final margin. The one thing that worries me about Stanford is their offensive line is putrid. Like, really one of the worst in the country this year, which is shocking considering that it's Stanford, and, and, that, and that's what they built their game on, but I think that Washington State is coming in there off a high, obviously, and we've seen the Pac-12 conference. We can't trust anyone coming off a, a high. We've seen Oregon beat Washington, Washington beat Oregon, um, excuse me, Washington State beat Oregon. I, I, I like. I, I think you're, I think you're right, Paul. Washington's probably in for for a long contest. Yeah, the other part of this is that Stanford's, I think, second or third in the in the pack in, in sacks. They do can get to the passer. They got 15 sacks this year and. Like you said, guy, Mike Leach sits there and he waits and hangs on. He was hanging on against Oregon, hanging on for dear life. I'm not going to go against either of you in the Pac-12. I mean, in theory, I should just because we went one and eight last week. But uh, you know, you seem to know what you're talking about, and I don't really, I can't. I, like, <laughs> Your knowledge is not the Pac-12. I can't stay up for Pac-12 games. And yeah, it's tough. By the way, the other. I thought the tomahawk chop went away when the Braves got eliminated. Let's go, Chief fans. Tell your the boy. Chiefs, tell tell Schwartzitos. Come on. What do you mean, come on? The Chiefs have done How it forever. Get to, like, the tomahawk Who started chop? the tomahawk t- chop? I mean, like, I'm done here. I have no idea. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Leduca I didn't hear it when I played. He's got these grievances that... Uh, we don't even know. About You're up it. forty-five to ten. I got here for thirty thousand people going. Uh, na na na. Please well, go home. Well, Please well, go home. Well, they play. They, that's the 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 board ops problem at the stadium who plays the song. The, 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 people don't, the people don't start that on their own. They wait for the they wait for the song to come on the, the loudspeakers. That's an Braves. interesting insight. That's an interesting inside info. Listen, the Braves are doing with pick? Bob Horner yes. and Dale Murphy. Just, just yes. take the bills already, Chad. Come on. I'm thinking wow. about it Come on. I'm so, but I'm not going to do it. I got, okay. you know, you know, I wanted to do it. I 14 to do and a so half, bad. 14 and a half at home. I so wanted to do it. 
but I'm just not gonna. I okay. can't do it. Okay. I will, however, take the New York Giants. Oh my God! This, this, time to, this it's time Giants, to fade this, the Redskins. This it's Giants time team. to fade the. I've had these experiences, right? I've had these runs. Early in the year, I was on the Colts a lot, and they were covering for me. And then you get the feeling like, okay, it's time to be off the Colts. Except they and covered then, this weekend, right? And then I was on the Cardinals, and I, and then you get the feeling like, okay, it's time to be off the Cardinals. I had it this week. I still bet the Cardinals on the money line, and obviously lost. I bet on the Redskins the past few weeks. I feel like they've reached peak value. They're in first place, high-profile wins. These are the games they had Jim Nance and Tony Romo this weekend. Like, now we got the Giants. They're off a bye. They stink. They're in no, disarray. No, they play tonight. Oh, that's right. They stink. They're in disarray. Uh, they, this is when Eli steps up. And oh, they're going to cover tonight against the Falcons, and this line is going to move. So I want the Giants now as one-point home dogs. I'll just say this. Every time I've bet on a Giants game, I pick the wrong side of the Giants game. <laughs> so like I, I, I bet them against the Texans. I bet the Texans, the Giants won that game. I bet the Panthers to cover, the Giants covered. Um, I bet the Giants in week one, the Giants did not cover. I bet the Giants in week two, the Giants didn't cover. Right. Every time I bet the game... Um, I lose, so it might be time to do the opposite. Which tonight, by the way, I haven't I haven't placed a bet yet tonight. I, I want to take the Falcons, but I probably should take the Giants. Uh, so I want. I think the Redskins are going to win this game. So obviously, I don't know what I'm talking about. So the Giants will probably win. So I can't disagree with this pick. It's a pick 'em right now. It's pick 'em right now. That's what it looks like. Yeah. Wow, this is now so now now the Giants haven't played yet this week too. So this could move yeah, after no, tonight. Yeah, he and, move. Yeah, he's and obviously, if the Giants win, you'll get. Uh, oh, it's right now. Uh, New York's getting a point, but you know this could obviously change depending on the game tonight. Yeah, why not? I'm playing against. I, I'm with Chad. Washington. Eight. Washington, by the way, has looked atrocious in their last two wins. The last couple no, of weeks. Have. That was a hang on job yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was, 100%. Our, it, was our own, it was our only win, and it was a doink. Somebody faded us. They were a doink away from hitting a 19 parlay. I'm sure people faded us. That's not. <laughs> no, no, no. But like a snap infraction might have doinked them. Yeah. But like that was a hold on job. Like I have a feeling it, this is somewhat of the reason why Andy Reid did part with Alex Smith. That Alex sometimes gets a little Marcus Mariota where he gets a little scared towards the end of the game. And I, I'm not saying that you played with him, but he does. he'll make the safer throw rather than go for go for the the throat you know go for the jugular and he just go for the safer throw let his defense try to win and sometimes it just backfires and he does it constantly and like i get it it was a hang-on job and you're right you're getting the giants at peak value hopefully the giants could cover and then this line could well i guess not maybe if they do get blown out it'd be better they get blown out right for the line i'm regretting everything i just said <laughs> Okay. Well, the Giants got to play tonight. I mean, Atlanta's got a, a poor, poor defense. They got to put up some points tonight. So you change? Are you changing your pick? Are you vetoing well, your pick? We're still going with it, but I regret okay. it. When you started saying I've been on the wrong side of the Giants, it reminded me how lucky I've been the last few weeks that I haven't bet the Giants, and that's why I've been winning. And now I just made a terrible mistake. But we're going to stick with it because I look at, the, I got to go with what I believe. I was going to come with Charlotte in college. For the alternate pick, if you wanted to, for Schwartzy. The Charlotte 49ers? 
They play Southern Miss, yeah. Of course they do. do you let's just them? let's just take the Giants, please. Do you want to know a non-fact, little little fact, short? Uh, yes, please. Do you know that Charlotte and Southern Miss have two of the top twenty defenses in the FBS? According to what metric? Total defense. According to the Paul Leduca Facts and Figures Department. Um, heading into this weekend, their S and P plus, which is an advanced metric, has them at a hundred. Who? Touche. I don't know. Why. I was like, I was like, uh, talking about the same Charlotte team, the same Charlotte 49ers that I that I know of. Like, yeah, they backdoored Middle Tennessee State this week. I know my college. Uh, I called a Charlotte right. game last year. I called Charlotte FAU here you in called town. Called a game. Yeah, yeah. I called. I've called a couple college games, and um, dude, I think a good <laughs> high school team could beat Charlotte because she'd be in the Niners last year. And now they're okay, better so, this year. They're side bet: three, Charlotte beat Southern Miss this week. Side bet: You and me. All right, I'm in. Let's do it. Okay. Side We're action. also going to side bet the World Series somehow. We'll find a way to do it. Okay. Side action. Like it. Shouldn't we do? By the way, shouldn't we do like World Series game one or something? I mean, the series price uh, is one is minus one forty for the Sox, and I don't know. I don't. I, I don't care about the Dodgers. I didn't even look at what their series price is. Plus one fifteen, I think. Yeah, God, give me the Sox, homie. Of course, give me the Sox. Right. I think Kershaw will pitch better than he has, just because they do struggle against lefties. They haven't seen him at all. But you're getting Chris Sale, so game one in Fenway. Gonna be a little tough. So you're taking the Red Sox in Game One? Um, probably will. Um, you know these unders and overs, whatever they lay up, or you know, the last game against Milwaukee was able to catch with under five and and under with Milwaukee because they're just gonna if they the hang up eight five runs the first yeah five, right? if, they, yes. if they hang up eight runs you got to play the unders these end up being slugfests they're slugfests both these teams can hit bottom line both can hit but it's playoff baseball and it's just tough to score runs, and you and you got to manufacture runs. And we're in the world now, where they sit around, and they wait close. for the three run homer, and that's what you saw: Puig, Homer, Yelich, Homer, uh, Bellinger, Homer. Those were all the runs. Game over. Um, for, well, without that Chris Taylor catch too, you might have more runs uh, by the Brewers. Of course, of course, yeah. What What do the Red Sox do with with bets in a National League park? They put them at second base. I've been hearing. Yeah, they're going to put him at second base, they're thinking. Um, that's the other thing is both of these teams, they, they're not great defensively. Um, we saw that hurt the Dodgers a little bit in, in, in game six. They couldn't turn a double play. They couldn't turn a lot of things. Um, but they're a little bit better defensively than Boston is. Um, but, yeah, when they go into the National League ballpark, it's advantage, it's advantage Dodgers. Um, but, again, you don't win 108 games for nobody and run through the Yankees. And run through the Astros like you did. Yeah, I five mean, games, impressive. I mean, like it's pretty impressive. So, like, you got to be realistic at at some point. The Dodgers are, are going to be fighting uphill. They they need to try to steal a couple. You know, if they can steal a game off sale, then they're right in the middle of it. Obviously. Do you know what has always seemed unrealistic to me? You just said something really interesting. You get a guy on base and you wait for the three run homer. You wait from Puig or Yelich. That seems unrealistic to me as a strategy, like to just try to win every game by someone hitting a home run. 
It's the George Weaver strategy. It's, it was his but thing, you know. How is well, that a legitimate because that's ba- like it's hard that's to baseball advanced now, stats Jeff. tell you that the advanced stats tell you that basically burning an out for bunting over mm-hmm. to second base, you have less probability of scoring than if you just try to get a base hit. That's basically what it tells I got, you. I got a buddy that manages in 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 A ball and double A, and and he had one of his guys bunt, and you get calls afterwards with the brass, and they basically buried him. And the, we don't bunt. Um, we're trying to work with. OPS and homers. And if you look, that is baseball. They're setting records of more home runs. And I think this year was the lowest average they've ever had. The, the league hit 248 as, as a league. It's embarrassing to watch. No one can bunt besides the pitchers. And look what happened. Look what started the whole thing. Manny Machado laid down a bunt. So people are starting to bunt in the playoffs now. And, oh, because now it's an easy hit. But during the season, you don't want the easy hit. If they would have shifted on me, it would have hit 400. It's it's an absolute joke how these guys just won't just hit the ball the other way. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Back controls out of the way. And Schwartz, he's right, Chad. They groom these kids to hit the ball 500 feet. They do not care. They they don't want a 6-4-3. They'd rather have a strikeout or a home run. That's baseball. You know what else is baseball? A 19 parlay. Nine players. Wow. Well done. 19 parlay to win $20,000. Here we go, boys. These are our picks. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. Detroit minus two and a half against Seattle. Denver plus 10 against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Green Bay plus nine against the undefeated Los Angeles Rams. Cleveland plus eight and a half. (laughs) <laughs> against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Up and by New Orleans and Minnesota. Two teams that can light it up like no other teams in the NFL. Under 52. Minnesota at home. They're struggling every week. And we're taking them against the New Orleans Saints. And we've won five in a row. UCLA. They don't even know who's playing quarterback. But we're taking them at plus 10. Stanford minus three and a half versus Washington State. The New York Football Giants. One in five against the first place Washington Redskins at home. We're taking the Giants, even though we've lost every single bet we've placed on the Giants this year. <laughs> I literally was going to go back to sleep. Now I'm going to go to the gym after that. You got That's me all unbelievable. Up. That's unbelievable. Oh, my God. These are trash picks, fellas. Listen. This has been the favorites from the Action Network. We have shows every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Check out our website at actionnetwork.com. Go to download our app. If you bet our parlay, share your betting slip. Hashtag favorites parlay on social and tag Action Network HQ at Action Network HQ. If you win with us, maybe you'll win a t-shirt. Ah, please download, subscribe, rate, review. You can listen to us. Go to Apple Podcasts, radio.com. Jeff Schwartz, Paul LaDuca, thank you. See you on Wednesday when I talk to Scooch.